Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. We are on our, excuse me, our second teaching of um, fear fear versus faith or faith versus fear. The title of this teaching is Fear Not for I Am With You. And that's actually a verse in the Bible. It's Isaiah 41.10. And I'll read the whole passage for you. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's God speaking to you and telling you, do not fear, for he is with you. Um, So we're continuing our teaching on that. Um, During the first teaching, we um, talked about how there are different kinds of fear um, that we may be facing. You know, we live in a broken world, and Jesus did say, in this world you will have trouble. And there's all kinds of things that we deal with that may cause us to be in fear. But the Bible talks about only one kind of fear that we should have, and that's the fear of God. Now, what does that mean? Like fear God that he's going to like kill you or punish you, that kind of fear. It's not talking about it. It's it's a reverential awe for God, honoring and respecting him for who he is, acknowledging who he is, and knowing his commandments for us, for our lives, and following it. That's what it means to have the fear of God. Basically, like respect him to know his laws, and to follow it. So um, I did quote some scripture for you guys. Feel free to go back and listen to that too. Timothy 1.7 was uh, one of those scripture that God um, has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So um, we will get more deeper into those scriptures um, during these teachings. Um, but so continuing with... Um, the subject, I want to give you guys the definition, the dictionary definition of fear. So uh, the dictionary is saying it's a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc. Whether the threat is real or imagined, the feeling or condition of being afraid. Uh, it's also, it also says it could be a concern or an anxiety. It also says that it is an anticipation of the possibility that something unpleasant will occur. Anticipation, like we're anticipating, where we have this anxiety in us that something bad is going to happen. We're imagining actually what that thing can be. It's unpleasant and we're kind of seeing it in the future and we feel like we're like walking toward it and it's gonna happen and it's causing us to have this unpleasant feeling and anxiety, right? Um, So let's see the opposite of that. What is faith? And the faith, the definition of faith, it says it's a con- confidence or trust in a person or a thing, a belief that is not based on proof. So, you know, you've, we've all heard it, right? Like, just have faith. It's going to work out. Just have faith in God. Just, you know, just have faith. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know, don't let it get to you. Just have faith. It's like, so it's like, okay, well, what do you mean by that? Just have faith. I still have my fear. All right. I have faith. Like, what faith? What are you talking about? So. I think it's it's much deeper than that, and for us to, to tell people just have faith is not really fair because they don't really get what you're saying and where you're coming from. So we're going to get into the subject of, as subject of faith as well um, and kind of explore that. And um, I want to quote you some quote you guys some scripture. Um, Romans eight fifteen says. Um, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought you about adoption to sonship. By him, we cry, Abba, Father. 
Um, so the, the Bible definitely acknowledges fear, that there is fear. But it is saying, if you are a follower of Christ, if you uh, received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you wholeheartedly saw God and received Christ as your Lord and surrendered your life to him. Remember, we talked about this in the previous teaching. And if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to the salvation prayer and what is Christianity about and decide for yourself if it is something for you or not. And um, so once you listen to that, you'll get a better understanding what Christianity is about if you're not already a Christian, or maybe you are, but you haven't really surrendered your life to Christ and you don't have that personal relationship with God. So you definitely want to re-listen to those, or if you haven't listened to them, listen to those teachings and uh, again, hopefully decide to surrender your life to Christ because what happens at that point, your spirit is renewed. Um, you're reborn. Uh, your spirit is reborn with the spirit of God. So this is what it's talking about when it says that you, you, um, the, the spirit that God gave you at that point when you made a decision to surrender your life to Christ does not make you a slave again to fear, right? It says, on the contrary, at that point, you were adopted as the sons and daughters of God. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. So that's a very intimate word, like he's your heavenly father now, right? So um, that's Romans 8, 15. And again, 2 Timothy 1, 7, which I just quoted that earlier. And it says the spirit that he gave us is not a spirit of fear. So his spirit that is in us does not have fear. There's no fear in the spirit that God gave us and the Holy Spirit. But what's in that spirit? What's in God's spirit is power, love, and sound mind. Isn't that awesome that that spirit lives in you? Okay, so, um, so again, you might say, well, that all sounds great, but I still feel fear and um, everything you said just kind of doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to get into that deeper, like I said, and hopefully it'll make sense to you by the end of this teaching. Um, so now we're going to go into see to see how, how are we supposed to handle fear according to scripture, right? What does the Bible say? So obviously the Bible does acknowledge that um, there is fear, but how do we handle it? So I'm just going to quote a few scriptures. So again, the Bible doesn't say don't feel fear. It just says don't let it stop you. Don't press forward even in the face of fear. So pretty much is acknowledging that we can feel it, but it also is telling us how to handle it. So John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Okay, so what stands out to you in that verse, what actually what stands out to me is Jesus saying, peace I leave with you. He's saying, I'm giving you my peace and don't let your heart be troubled and don't be afraid. Okay, um, Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay, and that was Joshua 1.9. Matthew 6.34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Psalm 34.4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Psalm 94.19 says, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. 
Okay. So as I was reading these to you guys, I was highlighting um, what stands out in each verse. And the first one, John 14, 27, Jesus is literally saying, uh, I'm leaving you with my peace. I'm giving you my peace. And don't let your heart be troubled and don't be afraid. So it's kind of sounds like easier said than done if I'm facing um, some fear that some situation that's causing me to fear, Jesus is telling me, don't, don't fear, right? He's actually saying, don't let your heart be troubled. In other words, he's saying we have a choice and letting that situation get into our heart and cause us fear or not. And you might say, no, I don't have a choice. I, this is what's going on and this is how I feel. Okay, totally. I understand what you're saying. I've been there myself, but he's, we can't argue with God. He's saying you have a choice to let it trouble you or not trouble you. Now, is there some work involved to make that happen? I'm sure there is. It just doesn't happen instantly, right? He says, do not let your heart be troubled. So just acknowledge the fact that we have a choice on letting trouble get to our heart or not. We have a choice to be afraid or not. The second verse, Joshua 1.9 says, again, do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Again, he's saying, I understand what you're feeling, understand what you're facing, but don't be afraid. Okay, and he says, don't be discouraged. Don't give up hope. And um, Matthew 6.34 again says, do not worry about tomorrow. Like you might say, well, this can happen tomorrow, next day, next month, next year. What is God telling you? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about tomorrow. It says today has enough trouble of its own. Let me help you. Let me handle you. You don't know. You can't foresee the future, right? And then Psalm 34.4 also said, he delivered me from all I fear. So what happens when we turn to God and say, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't know how to handle this. I don't have the power to control it. What do I do? What is he saying? It's saying you prayed and asked God and he delivered you from all your fears. There's a promise, right? He says, I sought the Lord. So who are you seeking? Are you seeking the wisdom on the internet, the wisdom of your friends, um, reading secular books? Who are you seeking? Or are you seeking the Lord and going before him, telling him, help me, help me with this. And what does the Bible say in Psalm 34 says? It says, this is David saying, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. He is promising. If you seek him, he will deliver you from your fears. Psalm 94, 19 says that when anxiety was great within me, again, that's David talking to God, your consolation brought me joy. So what is the consolation? The comfort, the cons console, right? God consoled him. It says, I had, David is saying, I had great anxiety within me, but you comforted me. So God comforted David, and he's going to do the same for you if you turn to him. So um, I hope that brought some uh, revelation as far as how does the Bible address fear. Again, that we should only have one kind of fear, and it's telling us as far as any other fear we're facing with, it's saying don't let it trouble your heart, don't get discouraged, turn to God, um, don't worry about tomorrow, and God will give you comfort. He will console you. He will deliver you from your fears. So I think um, we said enough for this uh, podcast as far as what, how does the Bible address fear. And I think in the next podcast, we're going to basically go over faith and what does the Bible say about faith? Because they work against each other, right? We can't be both in fear and in faith. We have to choose. Are we in faith or are we in fear? So we're going to talk about that during the next podcast. And until then, God be with you and God bless you.